Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is Tea for Two. This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the arts, and life in Singapore. Hi, everyone. It's me, Joel, a playwright and performer. Kishan, a science educator. And welcome back to T42. Yes, T42. Hi, guys. It's our best friend podcast where we talk about whatever fuck we want. Yes, hi. Now, I, we asked, we started this because this is honestly how we feel on yeah, the inside. I am emotionally, uh, physically, spiritually exhausted. I am actually, I've been going through, I've been so depressed the past two weeks. Yep, I've been... I've been the past week, maybe. Uh, I mean, there's a lot we want to talk about because obviously we're in the middle of GE 2020 and it's a very difficult, stressful, and anxiety-inducing time for a lot of people. And it's something that we, we both really, really want to I have want so to much to about. say about, yeah. but... But, I mean, I can't, okay? So, yeah. I mean, if you don't know the skinny, I'm a civil servant. So, because of that, uh, there's a code of conduct, and there I, I should not be talking, or I should not express my opinions. On... Uh, on uh, politics, politics in Singapore, yeah, right? Politics in Singapore, which is in the code of conduct. It's no secret. I mean, so which is why I feel very comfortable stating this rule. It's no secret that civil servants cannot express their own opinions. Uh, so because of that, uh, yeah lah. So that's the end you of see this the episode. Thing? <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. See you next year. Bye. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, like, so, like, we've been through a whole conversation where we're like, oh, then what about Joel? Surely Joel can opine because yeah. he's full of, like, opinions. And Kishan can just, like, serve drinks, right? Yeah, that's what we that's what we thought of doing. Yeah, but then, like, also cannot. Also cannot. Also cannot. Because, like, I don't know what my association... Because I'm associated with this podcast, right? We are basically, what, co-creators of this podcast. And so we were just wondering how that would play out, even if I, even if I don't speak. Yeah. Better right? safe than sorry, law. As yeah, with no. everything in this country, right? Better safe than sorry. Mm. So mm. I mean, like, I guess this in and of itself is a thing. Yeah. I guess you know we can put into the air, lah, huh? Yeah, la. Yeah, this is the country we live in. Correct. <laughs> Welcome, Singapore. Yeah. Wow. You see the face Kishan is giving me now. It's like, don't sabo my career, bitch. <laughs> like. Like, don't make things difficult for me. Ugh. Um. But it's also it, no. It, it, honestly, it's a very fraud space. I am three glasses of white wine Only into three, yeah. Into the evening, okay? <laughs> like, you should have seen me just now. I was just, like, nursing a white wine and staring despondently out. <laughs> you know, like, I've been so... Okay, yeah. let me just tell you, Kishan. I've been so depressed this yeah. week, right? Like, I just went for a walk and then I walked past the mangroves and then inexplicably started crying. Why? What happened? Because the mangroves are so beautiful. They are. And they are so unadulterated. Yeah, they, and they're really like, lovely. where I live in Pasiris, there is a lot of wildlife and there's a yeah. lot of greenery. Plus, that, it's not only just that, it's been overgrown. It's because, overgrown, uh, Because yeah. no one has been cutting, and right? It's been great. There was something about that that felt to me so clean and pristine and 
untouched. And untouched that I found so moving in contrast to everything that's been happening in the public sphere lately, which feels where 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 the realm of like, you know, um this jostling for power is the complete opposite of what a mangrove is to me. Oh. Right. And then I saw the grass cutters who are out in full force again and they are of course like slashing away. Yeah, but you know importantly they are also like the foreign domestic worker um demographic who have been been through so much and they're back at work. Oh yeah. And then seeing them cutting the grass which has grown on the sides of the pavements you know, and they f- and they're flowering, yeah. and they're thick, and there's like thickets of grass everywhere, and there's butterflies and all sorts of insects, and it's been so lovely seeing that, and then just seeing these grass cutters mobilized to slash all of that down, also felt like a kind of really potent yeah. metaphor for something that also <laughs> made me very sad. So I don't know. So as we were walking through the mangrove, you started crying. Yeah, and then seeing you the are the ghost people are talking correct. about in the past. When people mangrove, when people like, walk in the pastures mangrove, they're like <laughs> you are the hantu. Yeah, they hear like, this don't crying. They hear this crying. They say, "Hey girl, girl, we better get away from yeah, there." Go what's on, that? Go what's on. that? What's that? Whimpering that we like, hear? It's just me going like, "I just want a better country. <laughs> I just want to live in a country that cares for everybody and is free and that respects everybody." So funny. <laughs> <Repeal> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So that's the that's so the yeah. ghost in the mangrove is a political ghost. I mean, you know what? Whatever, whatever. Yeah, probably is. You know, probably is. You yeah. Know. So and, I yeah. don't know. Like this episode, we figured we just kind of talk about. We just want to put good things out there. Yeah, good energy out there because like because there's a God, lot of shit. And you know, we're hoping to get this out a few days before polling day. So you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. all all signs point towards intense. Um. Um, intense, in, feelings. intense feelings. Yeah, intense feelings. <laughs> <laughs> in the next couple of days, yeah. you know, depending on where you are on the political spectrum, it could be intense joy, which yeah. is also very tiring. Yeah. Um, you know, if you are closer to the spectrum where I am on, perhaps it mm. might be intense disappointment and perhaps a kind of um get me the fuck out of here vibe, right? Sure. Yeah, but you know. Intense all intense, around. Intense la. all around. Correct. Intense all around. So that's why we thought, hey, positive energy. Yeah, let's so, pull up um, our... So we're going to do... Yeah, a, so we wanted to do a... <laughs> dear listeners, we wanted to do a <laughs> top 10 positive things that come out of this election, but we sat here for about half an hour thinking about 10 things oh, and we couldn't... couldn't find 10 things, lah. <laughs> we couldn't. We couldn't find 10 good things to say. <laughs> <laughs> Situation. <laughs> we really couldn't. We we actually we had to combine a few items to come yeah. up with like. So we whittled yeah. it down to top five. Five, <laughs> five out of ten is not too bad. Pass lah, right? Think, Pass right. It's sad <laughs> lah. Okay. Hey, so, no, Kisha, you cannot say it's sad. Okay, you oh, can't say it's sad because it's a negative opinion. Oh, is it? Is no. it? It's wonderful. Everything is great. I think no. I no. was five out of ten is a sad. Yeah, it's, it's a sad pass. No, it's a sad pass. It's <laughs> uh, pass. it's neutral. It's this. Mm. This is fair ground for you to it's comment, fair ground, right? It's yeah, fair five on ten. You correct. Know? It's correct. neither a pass nor a fail. Oh, wait, no, it's, it's a, a pass. pass. Like okay. it's a sad pass. Okay. Anyway, right. <laughs> anyway. So number one on our top five most positive things to have come out of GE twenty twenty is. All the wonderful memes. Yeah, God bless the so memes. So God bless the the generation Z, right? Is that what they call Gen Z? Gen Z. Gen Z. The Gen yeah. Z that's come up and like uh, who've been politically 
involved, I would say. Yeah. But in a very like, let's do this on our own, uh, in our own terms. Which is memes lah. Which is memes because that's how they communicate, I right? I mean, I will say that um, in 2011, right, during that watershed election, we were first-time voters. Yeah, I remember And that, I feel yeah. like we also brought our own kind of energy to the game. Yeah, and yeah. that was the election that was defined by, you know, the influx of social media as a determining force. That's true. And I feel like that's always that's continued to be the case of the years and then now in 2020 yeah. some I feel like there's a different energy to the way Correct. It's still it's still social media yeah. but it's just it, the form of it has changed and tremendously. And there's something about memes that are very economical form of commentary. Yeah. They're savage. They get straight to the point. Right? Yes, they, they are, really, they are really very, They don't, they don't yeah, get around the they bush. They don't get around the bush. They're very concentrated. Correct. And I think they say a lot more than this long, like, me- like medium.com op-ed could. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to, like, shout out to all the Gen Z people who've been doing this shit. I mean, I don't... I mean, first I, of all, we, welcome. Welcome to the electoral uh, process, welcome, Gen guys, Z. Welcome, welcome It's Welcome. Uh, it's a fun ride. Yeah. <laughs> Strap in. Strap in. Yeah. Double seatbelt. <laughs> It's a slightly slow-moving vehicle, <laughs> but there are unknown dangers ahead of yeah, you. Yeah, correct. It's swerve mm. left, swerve right one. <laughs> Mostly right lah. <laughs> Mostly right. But uh, yeah, so I just like, actually, you know when we say, we say it's Gen Z, yeah. but really, do we know for a fact it's Gen Z? I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of people in our generation who are also making memes. Yeah. Like, but like, I can feel that, I feel like, because like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of them on social media, yeah. and I've been on Twitter lately as well. You yeah. really do see that this is the generation that's now coming into the process and can vote for the first time. And they have a real, like, these are people who've also been largely involved in, you know, like all kinds of social justice conversations about race and sexuality in this country. And now, get to apply all of those energies on the electoral process as yep. well because they're not unrelated, right? Um, and yeah, I do see that that seems to be the the, the flavor of some of yeah. this content that's coming out. And I'm really happy for it. Because yeah, 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 for it's, sure. Um, you know, it's just like how in a few weeks ago, um, there was this story going around about like uh, K-pop fans and... Um, TikTokers and K-pop fans coming together to thwart Donald Trump's oh, yeah, rally in was that. it Tulsa? Yeah, yeah. They bought they yeah. bought all the the, the, the tickets yeah, to yeah, the yeah. rally and right, they mobilize via TikTok. That's fantastic. Yeah. So I feel like this generation TikTok as a force for good. Yeah. So you know what's interesting to me is that right in 2011 the internet kind of became um, a major player in Singapore Singapore politics right and then in in over the years I think that's the the way in which the internet's been used for political purposes has developed a very specific way so like all players have learned how to use the internet in a way but like the way this generation uses the internet is very specific right it's a very guerrilla really frenetic slightly like if you don't know the language you don't know you can yeah if you don't know the language you're basically totally discounted from the whole thing and it's very merciless in the sense that no one will explain it to you you own self going fine you know which is good which is great power to power to everybody yeah but you know before we move on to the second one I just want to do a little shout out to like uh, Gan Xiao (laughs) Jie which is like if you don't know people uh, where have you been where have you been uh I'm just turning on my mic. <laughs> it's my China Xiaomi mic. <laughs> sorry, 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 no, China okay. China. Residents of Marymount Primary School. <laughs> school, school. Yeah. So if you don't know, I urge you to go onto Joel's <laughs> Facebook page. 
Uh, it's, you can find one, Joe. Your Facebook is public, right? Yeah, it's yeah, public. Yeah, so you can go and find and you can just... I think it's like a few posts down. It has like 40... What? How many? 42,000 views. <laughs> 42,000 views, everybody. Yeah, I've become, I've become a, meme. a meme. It is hilarious. So <laughs> I... I whoa. <laughs> it is... I suggest... um. Everybody go and acquaint yourself with Gan 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 Actually, what are some of your favorite memes of the election so far? Um, are you at liberty to say? Wait, what are your favorite memes? Uh, I, 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 I I feel like the whole East Coast plan yes, is yes, a meme in and of itself, right? Yeah, that was. I mean, yeah. wherever you stand on the political political spectrum, that was gold. Yeah, that was, that was, so, a, that funny. was so funny. That was so funny. It to was see. like, was it a glitch? <laughs> was it a glitch in the Matrix? <laughs> yeah. Or was it a condo ad? Yeah, it, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny because not only did did he like screw up, like it, I mean I, I think he screwed up. Like, I don't I don't know what he was saying. It took me a while, but then behind him Jessica was also like where the mask upside yeah, down. Yeah, it's, like, perf- it's the perfect storm. What is it's, happening? It was like it's so good. It's just waiting to be turned into a yeah. meme, right? So I, th- I thought it was really funny. Yeah, yeah, and then um many of the. What I know something very poor thing is also many of the opposition party every time they want to say their 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 own, their, their own oh. party, right? They always accidentally say PAP. Do they really? Do they really? It has happened many times. Oh no! So like there's one like I think it's PSP, I yeah. think it's called. Then the guy will go vote PAP. <laughs> and they go like, oh no, oh no, so poor thing. So so it's it's a real big gaffe. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, so it's also very funny. I mean, these are not memes per se, but it's very funny, lah. I don't know. I, I think time will only time will tell what 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 like fragments of this election will be will go down in meme Singapore, in Singapore <laughs> sure, meme no, history. No, really, like, really, definitely, yeah. definitely. But I'm glad to have contributed in some small way to the phenomenon, <laughs> uh-huh. Um So number two on our list of top five most positive things to have come out of this election so far is uh there was there's this new um. YouTube account called Voting is Secret or Your Vote is Secret or something mm. which is basically a bunch of Singapore theatre people who've come together to uh, put up videos in different languages um, different dialects with different right? Chinese dialects and different um, languages like Malay, Tamil that's fantastic uh, to reach out specifically to seniors to reassure them that yeah your vote is secret mm. and you know to explain the importance of the vote to kind of like speak to them in a language that um, you know maybe they haven't been spoken to Correct. about with regards to these things Correct. and say hey it's okay it's fine yeah you can yeah. do I mean your vote is truly secret yeah. you don't have to worry about anything and I, I, I think that's really important because yeah. oh, these people may not have been spoken to in their own mother tongue yeah. which is the dialects right for, for the long Correct. For, at, at all and especially if we if we consider this election where we don't have rallies, mm. you know, uh, we don't have rallies where, where some, sometimes these rallies yeah, they, they, they will speak different like, and they, they, will, they, they might even be dialect, yeah. you know. So, um, if we don't have that, then I find that these voters may feel a little bit excluded from the process. Correct. So, going out and reaching out to them is great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's also generally very heartening every time I hear Aww. content that is in, for me specifically, like, um, non-Mandarin languages because, like... Um, it's you, nice. It's, it's, nice. It's, it's, it's a big bugbear for the Chinese community in Singapore where it's like, we within one generation, there's a, there's a whole gap that, you know, mm. that um, happens between one generation and the next, right? Um, yeah, so it's always very heartening to hear and it just makes me a little bit sad to think about like a whole demographic that's kind of shut out linguistically from yeah. what's going on in the rest yeah. of the country. So these videos are really great. I encourage but, you to yeah. go um, subscribe to 
the account and share these videos with any seniors in your family who yes. you think would benefit from listening to these. Yeah, yeah I also, yeah. also agree. It's, it's and also, like, to include such, them. I'm so proud to of my theatre folk. It's like, yeah, yes. who are the ones that did this? There's like a whole bunch of like um, Chinese theatre practitioners, and then um, uh, and then my friend Adip Kosnan who did the the, the video in Malay, and he uh, spoke beautifully in that as well. So, oh, it's like, kudos theatre people. That's really, really, really great. I mean, uh, uh, on the point of dialect, I. This whole idea of shutting out, almost like shutting out an entire generation, right? Mm. There's actually, a, uh, if I remember correctly, last year there were a few like millennials who wanted to bring back dialect and they actually learned In it. In what from, way? They, oh, they learned right. it from their grandparents yeah. and what they did was that they were having courses. Mm. So they were just doing online courses to teach their, uh, their own millennial friends mm. basic phrases in dialect so yeah. that these millennials could then communicate with their grandparents. So I thought like, that's you know, amazing. So I'm Hainanese, right? Both my parents are Hainanese and um, the only phrases of Hainanese I know are Papa Bodusu, which means like Papa's not at home. And oh, that's a very nice inflection. Yeah, oh, that's very beautiful. Which is like, have you eaten? eaten? So it's like my grandmother would call and then like I greet her by saying and then I say Papa Bodusu, which is like because like because I, that's I did, it. That's all I knew how to say is like, have you eaten? And Papa's not at home, so no one can talk to you. That breaks my heart. It's so sis. sad. Yeah, and then she died. It's it's the same. <laughs> it's the same for me in Punjabi. Actually, uh, yeah, I, I didn't know how to communicate my grandmother, but yeah, yeah, that's very sad. So kudos to that to yeah. to the people behind your voice secret. It's an amazing initiative. All right, very positive. I'm feeling very uplifted. Positive. I'm feeling uplifted. Oh, I'm yeah, glad. yes, yeah. It's okay. the podcast line. It's the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What's number three? Number three is oh, this is related to oh, yeah. these dialect videos. It's the televised debate. Yes. Well, it was the debate. I I thought it was a great thing to have a televised debate. I yeah. mean, it it came out from the. Fact that we could not do rallies anymore, right? Yeah, and so, I mean, it's also that thing where, like, even if there have been rallies, there typically isn't a debate. Sure, yes, you're yeah. right. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, but and also, did you find like how they conducted themselves in the oh, debate? It was Wasn't charming, it masterful, so masterful. Like, so, everybody, kudos to everyone. I was, was very, so good. I was very encouraged to see that because it was like you want to, you know, politics is a thorny thing in this country and. You 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 wanted to. See, it was really heartening for me to see how civil the whole thing yes, was. How it, it, how it felt very nice polite and professional, and how even though there were moments of conflict, it was all generally quite cordial Correct. and respectful. Mm. Um, and, and then you contrast this with like the shit that's happening in like America yeah, or wherever, and, and it's just vile. And you know, for all the 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 anxiety that comes with you know the electoral system in this country, that. Actually, did see a bit of hope for me that you know, you know, this is a way for this is a way forward yeah. uh, that we do have politicians who can engage in a very reasoned way with each other. Yeah, and then you can talk about policy in a very yeah. reasoned way with each other, and regardless of where you yeah. stand or which and party I thought you're everybody, in, I thought it was really I nice. I thought everybody on that panel acquitted themselves very well. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was fantastic. So you know, I think that should be. I mean, I don't know. I, I would like to see that more. carry on. Yeah, see more of that. Whether. I mean, pandemic. When we come out of the pandemic, Correct. five years no, later or like, whatever. I want. I wish I could see that beyond election season. Do you know what I mean? It's like I. It's in, like, what, in what? It's way? like I've seen it on European TV. Um, people have panel shows where politicians from different um, parties or different sides of sides of the of the of parliament come and talk about issues on TV. Right. Yeah. I I want to see more political programming on our you know that would on, be nice. on TV. Yeah. Just like I want to. I I I want to see that. I want to see um 
you know, politicians having conversations with ordinary people on TV more often. That kind of programming could be very... I mean, it's like, there's a bit of a joke about how, like, French TV is basically nothing but politicians talking and it's very boring, right? But, it's, like, yeah, it's, it's like there's a kind of stereotype like about French TV. TV. five mond yeah, or Yeah, what? it's like, it's so boring. <laughs> is but, it really? Yeah, but, like, I would really like to see, see more of that, right? I mean, it's, I think it benefits everybody. Yeah, I think it benefits everybody. It gives yeah. us... It keeps everybody involved. It gives us language to talk about. It knows. I mean, yeah. It keeps everybody informed. Love, I feel like, okay, say what you want about this pandemic, right? But it's really kind of... The, the, the forcing everybody to pivot to digital has actually turned up some interesting yeah, definitely. nuggets. Yeah, right? it, yeah, and I hope that when we go back, we keep these things. You know, mm. we keep some of these things. Yeah, yeah. like worth we, la, worth. Yeah, worth our worth. Very, very worth, worth like, mm. very worth. Okay, wow. Mm. So many positive things, Hakeisha. Oh, do you feel yeah. very positive now? I the, feel great. The cockles of my heart are warm. Yeah, it could be the wine. La. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can put in my laksa already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, number four is a good Oh one. my god, number four. One. Everybody, oh get god. ready. <laughs> so, our number four. Um, <laughs> our number fourth most positive thing to have come out of GE 2020 is the impending demise of Xia Xue. Yeah, like, good riddance. Like, I realise even <laughs> saying this and uttering her name onto digital space, you know, puts the two of us at risk of being doxxed and, you know, having our whole families yeah, correct. whatever, right? Yeah, but it's a risk. Have at it, Xia yeah, Have at it. I mean, whatever. Like, you know... Think we're too small fry, like, she don't yeah. care. La. Like, this woman has been a toxic bane of yeah. on our internet for the longest time. Oh my time. god. So the story for those who don't know is that like um so in the wake of Raisa Khan's mm. uh, comments being flagged um for police investigation mm-hmm. um a lot of people have been going okay so when a minority race individual calls out uh, racism in this country they are subject to this kind of investigation so shouldn't the same be applied to people who actually make aggressive racist statements and so right. someone um, on Instagram I forget their name trawled through Xiaoxue's post and found this tweet from 2010 that's basically the most horrific racist thing mm-hmm. and you know just a whole bunch of like tosh that we really shouldn't even repeat on this podcast um, yeah. but you know submitted it to the police so that's an ongoing there's a potential Police investigation there, but then also there's this hilarious change.org petition, which is like, um, yeah, the like, punish Xia Xue for sedition, <laughs> for sowing divide in our society, like or whatever. 15,000 people, yeah, and counting, it. right? I'm just like, and to my mind, I'm just like, yes, I'm yeah. for it. It's like, I, I you know, it's such a toxic presence, yeah, in, in the, it's, in, it's, in the it's country, just strange, kind of like all right, mm, yeah. demagogue. I mean, we were talking, yeah. about, I, I always wonder, like. I don't. Ex- I did not expect Xiaoxue to be so alt-right. Yeah. You know, like you look at her, you go like, you you would stereotypically think of her as okay, she's probably really liberal, no. and in some aspects she is. Yeah. But so we were talking about this, and like, I was wondering how come she's she's ended up this way. You well, know what has happened? It's like, I kind of been following her since the early days when you wow, know, sister. Yeah, you know, I'm really <laughs> dating myself here. Back in the <laughs> blog spot days, right? Oh when yeah. She, mm. she, you know, she, she first came up as a blogger, and mm. she was back then already very notorious for saying whatever came to her mind. Right? Mm-hmm. She was very vulgar, and uh, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, in a way that she was actually pretty pretty entertaining back then. Yeah, correct. She was because it was so different. We yeah. didn't have something like but that. I think back like then. she then began to build a brand on that kind of notoriety and being able to say more and more outrageous things that's yep. her brand and I think in a way it becomes this monster that she needs to keep feeding so right. in the world we live in today right you know in in the political dimension that we live in 
probably some of the most outrageous things you can say come from like the alt-right camp of beliefs right mm. yeah uh, you know she's it's, it's, it's all kinds of really horrible white supremacist not uh, like holocaust denying kind of <laughs> you know that's the terrain right is, um, is, is she right there is she right I mean this? I don't I don't I think she has okay she, I don't know how far yeah. alt-right she is no, but I think she's definitely come out in support of Trump and all that and she's very anti-social justice she doesn't believe that there's racism yeah. in Singapore she's, she's very, very against justice, she's yeah. very uh, she's very against the whole anti-racism thing she thinks that people bringing anti-racism into the conversation here is polluting it's our political inciting yeah. is racism it's, it's inciting a... division so it's all of that um, and That's, I think yeah okay. I think it also comes from a place of like not wanting to be censored so I think like people who enjoy saying outrageous things people like Siasha and you mm. know straight male stand-up comedians mm. tend to not like having the things they say be, be censored right yeah. yeah and you know so-called PC culture, social justice culture. Right, so they culture. take offense to this and, yeah. they just let, and they just swing the other way entirely and they yeah, just say, no, because, I'm just going to say know, whatever I want to say. People saying, look, that's not okay to say uh, to these people comes across as censorship when really it's about... But it's just it. learning how to say things correctly, right? It's, or it's just not, understanding why the things you say hurt yes. people and... It speaks to a very specific lack of empathy, yeah. lack, 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 lack of understanding. Kindness, oh, lack of kindness. Goodness. It's it's very like me first, right? Yeah, it's, it's the it's the discursive equivalent of I'm not gonna wear a mask because because know, I, I just I don't, don't want, want to. to. Yeah, yeah. Stop impinging like the trampling on my rights. So kind really, of, so. I just like. Good riddance to... I mean, like, this is probably not going to do any harm It's to not her, even going like, to make a she dent. She probably doesn't even give a shit. Yeah, it's like, not going to make is, a dent This is just anything. a regular Friday evening. Yeah, correct. Her. She's probably relishing yeah. and she's probably laughing. Yeah, I mean, like, actually, in a way, don't feed the troll, right? But, yeah. But you said, like, what? You, you said in, on Facebook, I know this tit-for-tat culture. Is oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. Don't at me about it, right? <laughs> but, but it felt like, good, right? Yeah, it felt cathartic just to <laughs> sign, sign it. And this, and this woman is a pox <laughs> on our nation. So, good riddance. Yeah, right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Not that you're bye bye, whatever. She's here to stay. <laughs> yeah, correct. Okay, number five oh, is. Oh, number five. Oh, this is a beautiful one. This is a truly beautiful yeah, one. Yeah, so number five on our list, the, the very final final thing on our list is this video of um, Orang Singapura. Yeah, the, the Zubair, Zubair, Zubair Said, Said song, Orang Singapura. Which uh, um, we have still no, we still have no idea who made. Yeah, it. I don't, I don't know who yeah. the, the two but guys. But on are. this video, so which basically these two really cool musicians singing very beautifully, by the way, this song mm. uh, "Orang Singapura," which basically means like people of Singapore, Singaporeans, uh, you know, and it's interspersed with interviews with um, some politicians like yeah. Dr. Chee Soon Juan, Paul Tambia, yeah, uh, Tan Chin Bok as well, and some and ordinary Singaporeans, Singaporeans yeah. writers, uh, writers as well, yeah, 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 oh. Ping the. The Chinese, the you know, noted Chinese writers interview as well. Oh, fantastic! And giving their views on um, their hopes and aspirations for this country. Yeah, and also singing along a little singing bit. Along. And it was such a beautiful. Like I cried the first. I just could not stop crying the first time I saw it. Like, I was just lying in bed weeping when I watched it. I mean, like if it's not apparent to you, I'm very emo lah, huh? But eh? <laughs> <laughs> what? You never cried before, man? <laughs> huh? Never cried before. Ah. <laughs> Mm. I will not apologize. No, nor should you. Have Didn't to. you find it very moving? I did. I did find it very yeah. moving. So I, 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 I just kind of watched it, and it was very moving. And I was telling, I was telling Joel that that it made me why I felt so moved was because there was this deep sense of nostalgia. Mm. It felt like I was being transported back to a time that was simpler. Because they they refer a lot to you know the seventies and the eighties when the political culture is quite different. Yeah, right? and where and also what were... what living in Singapore and what being a Singaporean meant mm. at the time was just. 
it was like what it says in the song like just be a good person yeah. you know mm. uh, like take care of your family your parents respect your elders respect your elders don't work half-heartedly yeah, it's correct. so like, charming this is all very yeah. charming things and uh, yeah these are things that we still hold mm. dear to today but the face of it has very much changed yeah. like it, it feels like we're it's, fighting against was, this, yeah. Yeah, machine it, it was interesting to me because a lot of nationalistic songs in this country um, you know are boasts right about how far we've come you know mm. our achievements correct how high our star has risen but this song in its musical simplicity and its lyrical simplicity is just saying be a good person yeah be kind yeah. be a respectable citizen fundamentally look that. after your community correct and then it's also interspersed with these interviews where some of these people are saying you know like what my hope for Singapore is what their definitions of yeah, progress what, what, what progress is what 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 excellence is is not you know glittering mm. skyscrapers it's not growth it's not GDP but it's compassion and how mm. we care for people which and, is important yeah, which is important and the song yeah it was just nice to tap into that I think and mm. it just reminded me that this is what you know I love about this country mm. that we are a scrappy little bunch of rally- relatively new immigrants who all decided to come here and make a home yeah uh, and you know did really well yeah for ourselves and then just kind of like have gotten into a bit of a mess but, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you know the videos also features all these like people singing in a very cha-cha way right yeah. like, some, of them, some of them cannot even hold the tune properly yeah some of them didn't even bother singing yeah, they some just, of them, like, just cannot, the lines yeah some of them cannot even get the lyrics right because like most a lot of them were Chinese and then obviously cannot speak Malay <laughs> But you know there was this like it was something kind of nice and humble. There and, was yeah, that's the yeah. word. It was it was it was there was a sense of humility about correct, this. Correct, correct. I urge everybody to go and find this on YouTube. Mm. If you haven't really watched it, if you have no idea what we're talking about, yeah. please just Google and uh, uh, you go to YouTube and search Orang yeah. Singapura. I'm sure you'll it's find a, it. It's it's a very special way to tap into. I think a very little discussed brand of patriotism in this country, which is centered on small, simple quiet things as opposed to big flashy ones yeah and I think that is that's the stuff of like you know real love for country to the next segment of today of this week's podcast we have a special announcement from a very special friend of the show hello everyone this is Gan Xiaojie formerly vice principal of Marymount Primary School now chief investigator at Singapore Police Force this is a public service announcement please sir uh, Stop making police report about people on the internet. We are at capacity. We are at capacity. All our temp staff overtime many nights already. We buetahan. Need to go home and eat dinner. No time to check who racist, who not racist. Huh? Who anti-racist, who xiaxue also what... Please, ah, please, mercy a bit. Police also got family, huh? Thank you. Undila. <laughs> so, oh, thanks, ah, uh, thanks, Miss Gan. Uh, hope you make it home in time for dinner. Uh. Mm, thanks. <laughs> oh, I 
think what we want to talk about is this thing that we've noticed. It's called Hello Police. Quite a thing, like yeah. it's really Hello Police. It's Singapore, it's the the, the time honored tradition. Of the time honored tradition. That's what this is. Hello Police. Of Hello Police. Yeah. Can you call yourself a Singaporean if you haven't Hello Police? <laughs> I mean. I've actually never hello police before. I also never like I have Gana Hello Police. You cannot hello police. To this podcast. You cannot hello police. Yeah, so okay. basically it's this thing where where a Singaporean if they see anything that sort of like they they disagree with or that runs contrary to what they believe is law or, or what is law, their mm. their immediate reaction is to basically call the police. Correct. Instead of perhaps talking to someone. I mean yeah. let's let's talk about an example. Okay, a fine example of this, and I think everybody can relate, is when let's say your neighbor karaoke until very late at night. Mm. Okay, like they do their K until like, with that with that mic, ah, Joe, with that mic. Yeah, ah, ting, ah, yeah, cool the <laughs> yeah. yeah, they do until like twelve midnight or whatever, which is which is you know not a neighborly thing to do. Yeah. But the knee jerk response for Singaporeans is to basically call the police. All right. It's actually happened to me before. Oh my, see, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was at I was at like my ex boyfriend's farewell party. Yeah. Right? And then like we were all having this karaoke on the rooftop. I mean, oh. <laughs> I mean, okay, problematic, like, problematic. Yeah, the police, problematic. The police la. really came. La. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like... But the... We, the, everybody at the party has now talks about it with, like, in a misty-eyed way, in a kind of, like, badge of honour. Like, wow. Gonna call, police gonna crash our party before. That's, that's strange. It's a bit okay, fucked but, up, right? Yeah, but, but. but, yeah, I, I guess, like, the, the thing is, the right, the right, open inverted commas, the right thing, or the better thing to do is to just talk to your neighbour. Yeah, I mean, the classic example is, like, uh, I think maybe a month or two ago, some man posted on the internet that he was growing I think like sweet potato or something uh, some kind of plant uh. yeah. like okra he was growing okra really in his, on his on his um on his balcony or whatever right no no on the, HDB, in the common yeah. corridor or the HDB and then his neighbour complained to the police saying my neighbour growing marijuana <laughs> and then like the police actually came uh, and oh then, like, are you kidding and then, me and then, and then said oh, sir uh, is this this one marijuana I said the no, police no, asked, yeah. is this one marijuana? Like, no, it's lady's finger. They never eat yeah. okra before in their life. I mean, like, the... F- I don't know what the, the leaf looks like. La, but it's, just, oh. it's a classic example of, like, should not the... Wow. Should not the neighbour just have gone and say, Hey, this one is what, ah? Yeah, this one is what, ah? Because if you've done that, Correct. then not only would you have avoided this embarrassing mistake and then, you know, bring the police and then you sour relations yeah, between neighbours, but you could have probably gotten some okra for dinner that night. <laughs> right? Very nice. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Yeah, I love. Royong. I love, I, mm, I love okra actually. Yeah. So, so I, I guess like for me the question is why have we reached this stage where we believe snitch culture is the right thing to to subscribe to, mm. and we feel that engaging the police is the is the next step or is the right step. I, I, I think, think this very... is a, well, it's a complex sociological and psychological phenomenon that I feel like is very complex. It is. I, I. It's very hard to wade into it. My own theory is that. We all live under such intense rule of law in this country yeah. that it's this thing where I I submit myself to the law. So should everybody else. Right. Like I have given up all these liberties yeah. to the law. So anybody who even vaguely infringes on it should should gonna. You know, it's like if right. I can play along, right, right. so can you, right? And the fact that you don't then yeah. But if the fact that you don't... It's, so it's, it's a panoptical kind of like but self-policing. Why is it, why is it yeah. so vengeful? Because it's, it's really very vengeful behind it. No, it's, it's the sentiment behind how like every time a civil activist in this country does something right. Like even very liberal-leaning people will look at it and go, ah yeah, they should have known better. You know what I mean? Ah, it's that, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's like Maybe that's a bit adjacent, but it's quite a related feeling. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, it's like, I mean, I wouldn't call the cops on you, but it's like, you should have known what you were getting yourself into. Sure, yeah, I right? guess. I don't know. I, I I just wish that we weren't built this way because this is what it is. We are built this way. Yeah. We 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 
there is a deep set there's a deep seated admiration for the law let's put it that also, way also I was going to yeah. say there's a deep seated suspicion of people yeah, yeah of course yeah you yeah. know so like and immediately you feel that oh th- when, when the fella is doing even something slightly wrong or maybe nothing wrong at all you immediately think oh my god call the police yeah no but I think it's we just broken, this, eh? like it's just this rule <laughs> by law that we are so enamored of like, in this country we, it's just like we we have a we have a fetish for law enforcement we have a fetish for the law it's mm. like it's we, we, we because we believe that Every you know, like the smooth running of this country is predicated on everybody cooperating. La. We value our safety, we value our clean streets, we value being able to walk around safe at night. And so it's like everybody must, you know, do their part to enforce the That's law on not, each other. Uh, right? Oh, everybody must do their part to ensure this thing. But yeah, you I guess you're right. It's this whole I mean I think it's only an aspect of it. Yeah. I think like the more probably humdrum way of talking about it is like it's just a fear of confrontation. In, in yeah, we don't know how yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that, that's probably that's more. Interesting, or we're not we're not sure if we are authorized to, you know. And that goes yeah. back to law, right? Yeah. The sphere of law. So the only qualified people to kind of negotiate conflict are. So we need to bring in these mediators, which is basically the police officers. Which is terrifying, right? Because yeah. it's like law enforcement can be very dangerous for people. You yeah, know? I mean, yeah. recent incidents in mean, America. Like, yeah, it's very frightening, like. It's like. You know, I mean, so let's, you know, to go back to my pink talk example, right? The bugger mm. who reported me to the police obviously did it for very vindictive reasons, but the kind of like ideal conflict resolution scenario would have been that person might have come up to me and said, Look, I really don't appreciate that you are like flashing your boobs in public. You yeah. Know, there are kids around here. Do you mind tucking them away? And you would have been very more than reasonable. Yeah. Uh, uh, or or I could have come in with a kind of like, you know, this is a queer event and sure. I feel that there is a kind of, you know, that I'm doing something. Like you know, I could have I could have said something See, to that. Effect. This is the thing. Yeah. We don't have I, I find that we, we we don't know how to talk about these things. Mm. Which is why every time when we when we reach thorny open inverted commas issues, right, we yeah. immediately jump to oh my god, danger, danger, Correct. danger. We need to call someone in and, to, and, to yeah, deal with which it. Which is what's happening, you know, um right now, right, as we are recording this with the whole uh race Khan thing. Mm. Conversation about race is now a police matter. Correct. But I mean it's also because the law has enabled this to happen, like, yeah, there, like, there, there, there is a law, yeah, right? There's sedition laws And then there's laws yes, about right. you know, There's certain kinds of protected um, There's certain kind of Protected speech in this country Yeah uh, and, and the police are called upon To enforce it But actually this is This is actually very Infantilizing I feel Because yeah. it's like It, it does it, not empower yeah, It doesn't citizens. empower citizens To have this conversation Yeah and you also yeah. You also come from the perspective Of like your citizens uh, Or the citizenry Cannot deal with it Right mm. And I think that There's a what, like what if you don't give us if, if people don't give us a chance to try or talk about it or don't teach us how to talk about it or yeah. don't listen yeah. to other people to learn how to talk about it we will never ever learn to do this and I think that's a problem lah, which is yeah. why uh, which is why race relations in this country continue to be continue to be very difficult yeah you because know? it's it, you reach a, situ- a difficult space, yeah you rather. reach a situation where like the minute someone you know from a minority uh, from from a from minority race comes out and says call something out right it's potentially divisive yep. and it's potentially seditious it immediately becomes that no matter right? how rooted in truth what they're saying yeah. is right it's immediately seditious and that is just like not conducive for having any kind of yeah productive yeah. conversations Which, about race. I mean I can speak this on a personal level every time I want to come out and talk about why so somebody shouldn't have said something mm. you know I always feel at the back of my mind should I do it yeah, because I will, I will be feel I, I, I will be seen to be very like yeah. oh my god it's oversensitive Correct. or this and that this and that like why are you bring race into yeah, this yeah, yeah. I wasn't thinking about race yeah. but sister you didn't you needn't have thought about race for this to actually be a race thing yeah. you know this is a race thing for me yeah. so 
Ah, yeah. So, it's, so it's, it's the whole. Difficult. I mean, the 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 sedition thing hangs over all speech as a as a sort of Democles type of thing, right? Yeah. It's like you never know when what you're saying will run afoul of this law, and as we now know, this whole hello police phenomenon basically means <laughs> that actually there's a lot of people who are saying things that are potentially seditious on the internet, but it's just nobody call police only. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like there's a whole bunch of stuff that if you really, which is what we are learning now, right? People going back and looking at all the things that, you know, some MPs and ministers oh, have yeah, said. Yeah, saying, yeah. People and judging now, things yeah, up. Yeah, judging past, things up yeah. and now making police reports, right? It's because sure. it's it's like, it's not seditious unless someone points it out as seditious. You know what mm, I mean? Mm, it, needs mm, that, mm, it needs that operation first, right? The police have to be flagged in order for it to be taken For sure, yeah. To, someone know, needs to have taken yeah. offence to it lah. Or claims to have taken offence. Sure, yes, of course. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's the thing, right? Uh, you just never know um, because it, it, it basically what you're doing is you're leaving it up to someone to implicate you in the first place someone to point the finger at you so it's very it's very dangerous like it creates a very uncertain ground for speech and this and is saying, truly yeah. a social panopticon yeah it's panoptical it, it really is correct and a bit it's, depressing. that's why I think it's very interesting is this phenomenon where like there's a very strong state with a very broad set of laws and then uh, and, and, and you know Enforcement that can be A little kind of Hard to figure out It's like you never know When like the Spanish Inquisition Is going to yeah. bust through the door Right <laughs> yeah. And then it's like What is it what, what they call OB markers Right you don't yeah. know You don't know what they are They are like These little hidden mines That are lying all Perhaps the even Purposely left yeah. fake I actually believe that Like with 377A For example Right Like yeah. um, The way I see it Is that The state has taken the fangs of the law in that it doesn't enforce the law anymore yeah right uh, and so it, it says in this regard oh okay you know we're not enforcing the law so everything's okay right yeah. but then what that in effect has done is transferred the power to enforce homophobia onto out, its people onto la. the people yeah so it's now ordinary citizens who are policing um, queer the queer community on behalf of the law unofficially yeah. but essentially they've taken up that role which actually makes yeah. it a lot worse yeah. right because then it because there is no real definition yeah. behind this and, and people are taking it into their own, own hands yeah. everybody is now right. at risk in some way so Even this, this hello police culture is actually very advantageous because it keeps everybody in check you know it's like the state has a strong disciplining power but then equally so do we yep. right uh, and, and then you see this manifested in all kinds of ways like the the, the proliferation of these massive like letter writing campaigns that mm. happen every once in a while right when something yeah. objectionable usually in the arts happens right suddenly you have this like massive wave of letters complaining mm. uh, and you know we we, we we can't say for sure what the origin of these letters are but like there's a certain kind of like moral dimension to it and yeah then, understand. Um, and then you know it actually moves the hand of government mm. so it's this snitch cu- the thing is like snitch culture and this hollow police culture and this right letter culture is effective it's very powerful it gets things done but and, only because yeah. it's been as you say like it works in, in our framework of law yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah Ugh, I, I wish I wish we could see beyond this because because we, it becomes very petty after it a becomes while, very right? petty and really nothing gets yeah. done we don't learn we don't move like what we we're observing grow. now like, it's like oh you report so we report you back and yeah, it's like okay it's tip for tap culture it's very tiring yeah it's tip for tap but it's also like what do you want to do this is the game that's been handed to us uh, you know this is the ups- this is the, the top down culture. I wish you were more sophisticated <laughs> we're so, it's so juvenile right it's, it's very really like, juvenile it's really like a bunch of kids running around a playground uh, screaming at each other Can don't. <laughs> stop calling police everybody just like, like yeah, learn up and talk to people yeah, use the public forums that are available to us and have yeah. like sophisticated conversations also I mean as you go up to talk to these people 
take a deep breath and be kind and be empathetic and be and, and don't don't go out to it in a confrontational manner. I think that's really important. Yeah, correct, correct. Right? But, I don't know. Yeah. But th- saying this, this gives me some hope because like, you know, we talked about Gen Z just now, right? Yeah. And I think that this is, you know, this the, the, the generation that's come up with the internet is the generation that is going to possibly make the public, you know, like um, these public spaces like the internet and all these public forums on the internet work. For them, yeah, you know what I mean, and they already are doing it because they're so savvy. Yeah, they're they so know savvy. exactly how to deal with it. And you know, I think ultimately it's going to lead to an expansion of the discursive space. Um, For sure, it's yeah. already happening, right? Yeah. Although <laughs> I saw someone post something very gloomy on um, Instagram today. Yeah, uh, it's like a, what? It's a friend who posted. Uh, is the same thing that happened to Facebook in 2011 going to happen to Instagram? Yeah, because I it's like, you know, uh, Facebook became this hotbed of like political discussion leading mm, up to it did, it did. following the 2011 elections. And then, you know, you know that the environment isn't as um, free as it used to be. Sure. And yeah. then like, will the same thing happen to Twitter, to Twitter and Instagram? Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, I don't who know. Who knows, right? Yeah, who, who knows? And then all I do is post like, first traps on Instagram so I think I I should be okay you should be okay sister you should be fine (sighs) so we want to end this podcast Mm. on a patriotic Mm. note that's right yes Joel so I think Joel has prepared a little something for us correct um, this mm. is a poem that I wrote in response to um, poem. a poem mm. by the nefarious anti-patriot Alfian Saad. Ooh, hiss, hiss. Hiss, hiss, <laughs> boo, hiss. hiss. Ooh, <laughs> treasonous. <laughs> Cannot. Um, he wrote this poem called Singapore, You Are Not My Country. I mm, mean, mm, come mm, on. Mm, 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 so unpatriotic. Mm, Cannot. No. no. Write, write this kind of poem. What do mm. you expect? What do you expect? F9. So, in response to that, I decided to write this very patriotic poem that kind of, like, you know, extols the virtues of our country. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Joel. Called, Singapore is a good country. Oh, shivers. Shivers. So, um, if you don't mind, I'm just gonna... (coughs) Singapore is a good country. Singapore... If you are not a country, then I am a citizen of no country at all. You are metaphor, Singapore. My perfect Polly Pocket paradise, Singapore. And I, the grateful middle-class layer of your pandan gula melaka kekapore. What for protests? What for learn to make pickets? Wither riots? And seriously, Catherine Lim? Our city is Xiao Long Pao, or fragile, thin skinned on day on day. Bite off more than you can chew, and day, you're in hot soup or in a sticky mess. Listen to the weatherman who says, Storms on the horizon, heretical voodoo coming in from the west. Oh, Ozymandias of the Northern Hemisphere, forsaken their Chaucer and Keats and Will Shakespeare, for long-haired Lennon and sharp-titted trollops, their libellous free press so easily walloped. Thank you, says the beaming housewife, who finds happiness at the end of the Huawei queue. Thank you, says Jeanette, 
at the Mala Hotpot store, flashing a gentle Weila smile as she brushes Wei Liang's hands, reaching to grab some pork, and chivalrous, he lets her have the final piece. The numbing spice lasts through their wedding and 99-year Pongo lease. Thank you, says the pastor, preaching prosperity. Where else but Singapore can his godly millions still be made tax-free? Thank you, says the Chawa Beng, for being cleaned off the street. From selling handphones, now he makes lattes for the elite. Thank you, says Victor, for racial harmony. Not like his one-year exchange in Manchester where he was called Jackie Chan and felt uncomfortable when at Halloween they asked if they could borrow his Chong Sam. Thank you, says Angela, for the dollar so strong against the pound. Her ten days on a vacation of a lifetime spent on Oxford Street like a truffle pig seeing what bargains she can find. Thank you, says the police NSF watching videos of Hong Kong. Thank you that our social bonds and kinship are so strong. Thank you for our leaders, so enlightened and so wise. Thanks to you, our people will never need to uprise. Oh Singapore, your fair shores, your garlands, your GDP. Your colours are not red and white, but the blue and yellow of ComfortDelGro. Your gift is the world's strongest passport, but also never having or wanting to leave. Your culture is the warm bath of air-conditioned tropicality and land reclaimed from undeserving, undeveloped third world countries. Your poet is Ke Shanmugam, our poet laureate. Your song is never lust but caution. Wait, hold on, not yet. Singapore, you have too long been on trial But I see the whites of your eyes and reds of your wrists Gleaming defiant from the Marina Bay skyline I see the well-gymmed crescent moon of your arm held up in a flex Your critics have lost the plot and are drowning in metaphors It is as simple as that Singapore, you have put our name on a map where once we had no maps to our name and no names to our maps, only an X that marked our spot and scribbled lightly above, nothing special, very hot. This would not do. 200 years on, the Yelp review of Singapore tears to my eyes. It says, Singapore is a good country. The street food is so good. The English is the best in Asia. The air con's great. Service so-so but still better than Malaysia. Thank you. Mm, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, That's the end of our podcast. I hope everybody is okay. I hope everybody is lovely. Uh, hug your friends. Be happy, everybody. This is <laughs> this is Kishan signing off, and that's Joel signing off.